Oh, I was born ready. I'd like to fix anything. I... <laughs> Try to fix the ugly spot. I don't know why, but my face is ugly. It's got to be the camera, right? I got some news for you, my dude. <laughs>the reaction phase you guys know me my name is josh and i am here with the most handsome man on radio mo boxley mo dollars mo mustache the mustache is pronounced today my friend what's going on what is up today's mustache day did you not hear i did not i did not hear that it was yeah. mustache day today's monday's stand for mustache day so it is mustache day. first of all if you grow that mustache Every Monday, and then just like shave it throughout the week, and it comes back. That's a very impressive from someone who like takes months to grow. You don't hair. see me during the week anymore, so I shave this as soon as we're done. I shave next week for the pod. It's back. Do you use it's back, baby? Do you use trading cards to shave the mustache? Like the I, I, do. I got just random like bulk brute cards. I just shave with like well, it's great. all brute cards are bulk cards. But if you Only guys brute, yeah. ruin your trading cards while shaving, you can visit minmaxgamesfab.com and use promo code HTTT promo code HTTCG for five percent off your singles order of fifty dollars. Or more, big sponsor of this podcast, shout out MinMax Games, the best game store in the world. Now, they didn't give themselves that game there that tagline, but I did. And I just like speaking in hyperbole because, I don't know, maybe it'll make someone comment on the video. I mean, I, I, I trust it. Like, they're the best vendor at every single fab event I've gone to. Like, big facts. You need bulks, they have bulk. You need foils, they have foils. You need $2,000 worth of cards, they have it. MinMax just has it all. It's Honestly, kind of cool. Dude, your sales skills are coming along nicely. Look at you. It's, it's the mustache, man. It's the mustache. So I shaved a mustache into my face. I don't know if I told the story on the pod yet. And if I did, uh, this is going to suck. People are going to have to rehear it. I got an iPhone. And so I shaved a mustache into my face, face. And I was sending my wife pictures like, I got an iPhone now. I'm a hipster. I'm cool. And then I got called into a bunch of emergency meetings at work and forgot that I shaved the mustache and then took a meeting with a client later. And they're like, oh, nice new facial hair josh i was like oh gosh darn it and then i got like a telemarketer at my door who assumed i was a narcotics cop because i had a mustache i was like this is the worst day it was the worst day so forever the mustache will be tainted for me i cannot pull it off like you can i mean my favorite uh facial hair i was streaming and i said like a hundred dollar donation to do a funny facial hair thing and someone donated so i did the monkey tail if you oh. know what the monkey tail is you shave one side of your face clean you shave the other side like a monkey tail so it gets super thin and it comes around the mustache and it connects and you shave like right here so it's just a monkey tail around your face that is actually- i shaved that into my face and i went to work with a half shaven face and the monkey tail work was so confused my face grows in so patchy it just looks like that sometimes it's awful but we got a great pod for you today we let's get back on the rails we started the pod off the rails let's get back on the rails we are going to talk about a couple things today first we're going to cover fab news everything and all the goings on in the flesh and blood community that includes some national events we want to talk about fab social media we got fab to brazil which is huge following that we are going to dive into our main topic of the day which is a big one. We want to talk 
Fab's next big step? What does Fab need to do to take the next step to keep growing and keep expanding for the game that we love? And then we are going to end the pod today with the closing crazy comments section where we get a chance to shout out you guys in the comment section of some of our favorite comments talk about what you guys had to say about the last episode but mo let's dig into it we That's got me. we got some national news today hit us with the nationals rundown that we have there are more nationals that we don't have results for at this time give us a break mm. we can't shoot the pod at three in the morning i mean we could we could we, but we can i get up at four for my work so it's like we can make it work However, we will not the be national results that we found on Twitter and Facebook, thanks to viewers like you posting the results online, we have Oldie wins France and Australia, Reinhard wins Malaysia, Briar wins Hungary, and Briar. Why did I just say Briar wins both? I'm an idiot. Briar. <laughs> also, why did why did you say Hungary? I'm from America, okay? All I know is America stuff. If it's outside of America, it doesn't matter. So for a more globalized <laughs> view of the breakdown, Oldham does win France and Australia. Reiner wins Malaysia. Breyer wins the Hungarian Nationals. And Breyer also takes down the Austrian Nationals. So let's start at the top from our rundown. Oldie taking two of the big boys, both France and Australia. Do you want to say I told you so or do you want me to? I mean, you can say I told you so. What was interesting was watching the Australia uh, Nationals, because it was all streamed. It was streamed both days, the draft and the CC. Super fun to follow around, just watching the whole thing. There was only one old him in that top eight. Dragon Shield pro player. He started the Nationals 8-0, and lost the last four rounds. That's oh, got to be tough. That's, that's got to be tough. Dude, like, you, you take so much. Is that a, was, was it, I don't want to say the wrong name. Was it Nick Butcher? Yes. Okay. Nick Butcher was on old him, but the mental strength to lose those four rounds and then come back in the top eight and be like, I know what I'm doing. Don't let it get to you. That is a strength of a pro. That is amazing. We shake it off. Yeah, no, that's the psychic damage you have to take losing four. Don't ever, nobody clip that ever. The psychic damage you have to take losing the last four rounds and then getting into top eight. I listen. I know I say a lot of crazy things on these podcasts. I'd almost rather not make top eight. So I could be like, Oof. like the collapse happened. I, I finished ninth. It just happened. I'm over it. I'm done. I'm going to get a cheeseburger because this is America, baby. And that's what we do afterwards. I'd go get a cheeseburger. I'd have a beer with a buddy and I'd chill. Getting the, the four losses and then finding out like, oh, yeah, you're seventh. You're like, oh, yeah, this is about yeah. to get him. This is about to get embarrassing. Like, my psyche mm -hmm. would be in the tank. So, good call by you. Mm -hmm. Huge shout-out to, like, dude, oh, huge. the boot and rally. Like, get rid of it all. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, mental flush, mental breakdown. Like, get rid of it, and let's go into the top eight. What mm -hmm. What would you do? Would you, if you had a break, so you lost the last four runs, you're going to the top eight. If you got a break, what are you doing? Are you going for a run? Are you Are you going to read a book? Are you, what are you doing? So normally, after I lose any round in any big event, that I'm on that roll for top eight. Like, if I'm doing good in the event, let's say I'm like 4-0, sure. lose a round, go find your buddies, talk to them, be like, hey, just lost a hard round, vent. It's okay to be like, I think I had a bad beat. This is what happened. Venting is good. That's what your friends are for. That's what your teammates are for. Go just shake it off, as you said. Or just go outside. Get some fresh air and just think about it. 
the way to look at fab is it's not that you're four and one. It's just one more round. Every game is just one more round. It doesn't matter what you did last round. Just one more game. Every game is different. And if you look at it that way, it makes shaking off that four losses in a row so much easier. It's it's funny because what you break down is like, it's like an athlete mentality, right? As someone who played basketball my whole life, you know, even at a very high level, it's like, it's always the next shot mentality. They say you, you miss seven. It's Kobe Bryant. They say, if I miss seven shots in a row, I know the eighth one's going in. Like, and if I miss that eighth one, oh, the ninth one for sure is going in. If I miss the ninth one, there's like 0% chance I miss the 10th one. And it's it's like, well, if I shoot 50%, I'll make them eventually. Now, is that how statistics work? Not at all. But it's it's that mentality that you have to have where it's like you just trust in these reflexes and these things you've practiced for. So, no, that's that's a cool – and that was in the Australian Nationals, right? Yep, that was one that was streamed. I'm not sure if any of the other ones were streamed. Okay. I saw one streamed on Facebook, but this was the one streamed on Twitch. Mm, yes, the one that yes, I yes. saw heavily advertised on social media. Okay. I okay. watched every single round of this. I was glued to my TV. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Mo uh. with a bag of chips on his dirty bed watching the Nationals <laughs> event. One monitor was Nationals. The other monitor was Nationals testing. That's... I was fab all weekend long. Like, <laughs> Dude, you were spamming me about fab. And you even hit me with uh, with your super secret list. Well, I was at I got a, a, got a list. I was at a grand opening for a buddy's game store. Shout out Treasure Horde Games. It was very cool to be at their game store opening. And I got a link. And it was Mo's list. And it came in in a Google Doc. And I was like... I was like, what, what, why is this a Google Doc? Like, I'm not going through all listen, this right now. And you're like, listen, it's super it's super secret tech. It's super secret. I was like, all right. So Mo has picked out his list. But anyway, so that is the Australian Nationals. Oldham takes home the glory. And the same in France. Huge shout out France. France got the Pro Tour and Nationals pretty close to back-to-back. That's like, sick. Yes, I'm that aware, is France, sick is, for I'm aware France is the big is a big country. These two events might not be near each other necessarily. And as an ignorant American, I don't know anything about the geography of France. But it's cool to have two big events that we're talking about there. Oldham takes home that one, and I'm leaning into the I told you so. The Guardian Winter is beginning. It is upon us. It is here. And Oldie is making people miserable every time he sets himself up and plays fan. That hurts so bad because I wanted to lean into the wizard meta because in the Australia meta, there was five wizards in the top eight and they just couldn't get there. And I wanted to lean into that so bad being like, it's the wizard's time to shine. Look, no. I did it. Well, no, hey, being five in the top eight, you can, I think you can still lean into that because like the top eight does, it can feel like March Madness when your opponent's not holding, right? It can feel like you get in the top eight and, hey, it's anyone's shot. All you got to do is win, win one any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then you sit down across from Oldham and you're like, oh, this deck's going to do the same thing. Like, it's so yep. consistent and it's going to do the same thing mm-hmm. every hand for the next 42 minutes. And mm-hmm. hopefully I can get over the top of it. <laughs> yep. And you can't. There's no way. <laughs> you, Moving I, on, though, I mean, to a deck you can get over the top against. You can Let's before Reinhard. the comment section destroys us. But, and this is one way you can get over the top of that deck is, hey, you want to defense react? You want to use your cards efficiently? What if you have none of them in your hand? Reinhard <laughs> taking home the Malaysian National Championship. Huge shout out to the OG Brute. The, probably the mm-hmm. cosplay I would do if I ever did cosplay. Because, like, there's not a whole Ooh. lot of thought involved. You just got to be this gigantic savage. And I... It's kind of how I exist. I thought you always said you're going to do the, uh, what's the shirtless one uh, with like the six pack, whatever. It's a uh, br- guarding attack. Oh, no, God. I will never be doing crippling crush. 
by just no, 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 no. From Everfest, the Guardian. It's got Dominate. There's a blue, yellow, and a red. Macho Grande. Yeah, Macho Grande. I will never. I will never do Macho Grande. No? My chest is not no. hairy enough. I have. I am. I am not a hairy. You want to borrow some hair? We can like glue it on. We can like shave. <laughs> I would. Like... I would have to. I'd have to like <laughs> sprinkle it onto myself so I could cosplay as that. I'm just not a hairy guy, man. But Reinar gets there, and that is one way to get there in a Guardian heavy mm-hmm. metagame or or anything that you know is playing these kind of slow really efficient strategies where they make use of their hand better than everyone else. The best thing sometimes you can do is say, you don't get your hand. I'm going to triple to quad intimidate you on my big turns and then just play a slow grindy game out from there. And there's nothing you can do about it. So Reiner getting there actually not as surprising. What do you think? And the coolest thing ever, I was watching the live stream on Facebook. Do you know how they won that match? No. Double reckless swing. Double reckless swing for lethal. Is that not the coolest thing ever or what? That is, that is in fact, the <laughs> like, coolest thing ever. Uh, That's sick. Double Reckless Swing. Mm-hmm. Reckless Swing, like, if, you, if you're playing Reinar and you're at three, you're at one. Like, you, if, you're at, if you're at three, <laughs> you're, you're at, at one. If you're at three and they have two, just pack them up. Cause... Now, if this becomes tech, are we going to see our Guardian players start to play the cheeky one or two copy of Sigil of Solace into the matchup. Sigil of Solace already good with a couple wizards running around. So Sigil of Solace into the matchup there could be uh could be gas. You you, know, you go for all in on the reckless swing finish and bam Sigil of Solace. Unless you have it in your intimidate hand and it's the one card they don't intimidate and you're like this doesn't block. I guess I'm taking 20. <laughs> well what's taking 20 versus taking 17, right? Like yeah that's math sure <laughs> that is math it would block for three <laughs> unless it's a defense reaction or a seeds activation or well first of all if it's a card that blocks for three and you're that intimidated i don't think you'd use it for a seeds and shield to only block two Man- well seeds draws another card right so then that'd be five block that's true good call so, Didn't think about mm-hmm. that. So Oasis Respite is a cool interaction there as well. Like mm-hmm. super cool. When I, I was playing Oasis Respite in a Dromai list um, early on when, after Dromai was released, I was actually playing against a Reinar, which uh, spoiler alert, a lot of poppers in that deck, a lot of sixes. It was it's really cool to like like that thought process. It, it was, when that first intimidates hits, are you you are they going to have multiple? Do I drop the Oasis Respite now to like prevent some of this damage? Do I just hold it or something like? That that interaction is fun. It's 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 a thinking player's mm-hmm. game, and, and I've enjoyed that interaction. So Reinar getting there was cool, and then the Hungarian and Austrian nationals were won both by Briar, my favorite deck. That even when it Living Legends, I am convinced I should get to play it the way I play it because it's not good. Like, I'm I'm going to keep saying that every time we bring up Briar until I get a stamped and signed letter from James White himself allowing me to play my crappy card draw Briar build all the time. Well, that's great news for you because he's on this podcast next week. So next week, we'll just go ahead and ask him, and I'm sure he'll say yes, right? One hundred percent. I will get. I will get the special treatment for sure. One hundred percent. I deserve it. That'd be interesting though. If instead of Living Legend, they live in Legend like certain cards out of your deck. Like you can play Briar, but now you can't play Channel. And like every point, like takes for another. No, good no, no, card, no. I need like... no. I need to play Channel. I need to play, oh, I need to play channel. Um, I have bad news, Josh. Listen, 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 news. listen, 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 listen. I don't need to play Snatch or Scar for a Scar or Swarming Gloom Veil 
or any of those zero cost techs. Listen, I don't I don't need to play any of those. I can I can leave those at home. That's so we're just banning all the zero cost cards from your deck. Dude, that's totally fine. Well, not zero cost, not Deal. not attack actions. No, no, no every zero no, cost. I need card to be able to play I need no, to be able is. to play Force of Nature. It says draw a card on it. So it's it's too late. No, you're sorry, already, dude. I'm playing that, lost that one. Oh, Tome of Harvest in that deck? I, that's not a blue three block. That is a card that's getting played. That is 100% getting played in my deck. Oh, it's so good. It's so much fun. Yo, can you send me this list? I will play it at Nationals. I will just leave it up, <laughs> take it to the Nationals and say, it's, I, what happened? Ironically, it it plays Crown of Seeds and plays okay into other mid-range and, and aggro strategies that can't do 37 damage turns. It plays pretty decently into those. Ooh. It struggles into Guardians because it just doesn't grind <laughs> well enough. It's just there's not enough value there. <laughs> Oh, it sucks. But so Briar getting there, uh, this was kind of a surprise. Now, theoretically, these could be smaller national events, right? Where the data might be a little skewed. It's a lot more uh, of the of the community still maybe maybe pulling a lot of the popular deck lists that were out there. You know, shout out, I think it's Matthew Falks with the more recent Briar win on the deck in the Pro Tour. But seeing Briar get there, just show deck can still get there. Still good. Yeah. Taking the last Pro Tour's deck and playing it against a unknown meta is a safe call. Being like, this just won a Pro Tour, why not just run it back? And it obviously works if two out of five of the national events were won by Briar. Like, that's good odds. That's pretty, it's pretty I'm decent. I'm And on the recap yeah. this week with uh, Sam Dando from MinMax Games, uh, he full-on dunked, like, reverse 360 dunked on Belittle Briar. Is like this is just in this meta. It's just not the way. Don't do it. And then we'll, if these we'll if these were be little briars, Sam Dando might have uh some some crow coming his way. You know what I'm saying? I, I like the little briar right now. It gets you more blues against those Icelanders. It gets you more blues against those Kanos. It just gets you those blues against Ice Reacts. It's just blues. <sighs> that's one. I of, like blues. That's just one of my best takes. Tutoring for pitch is good. Spoiler alert. Like mm -hmm. it's always, it's really good. Yeah, getting. Free when I first results. started playing the game in Monarch, we did sealed, and I was like, this card is just broken. I can just tutor for pitch. You can tutor like, what? It, it's because we both come from other TCGs. Like I can tutor for resource or power. It's so flexible. Like which one? Does both things you want? Which one? Do always. I, which one do I want? It's always whatever mm -hmm. you want. Spoiler: mm -hmm. Tutors card is good. Card is good. Card is good. Card is good. Tutors are good. So that's the nationals breakdown that we have. Let us know in the comment section below if there's some more that have finished and some that we've missed. Again, we haven't heard of all the results and everything yet, so this is just what we have. But this does bring us to an interesting discussion about Fab social media. We're gonna keep this one kind of short because we want to focus our meat and potatoes on the big topic today. And I, I, I want to do the airing of grievances. Are you, are you down for the airing of grievances? I, I think we need to. I'm here with you. Okay. I, I have a grievance that I'd like to air. I I need Flesh and Blood, the actual Flesh and Blood Twitter account. Not as awesome as MinMax Games and Sam's are, Sam are. Not them. Not me. You know, gathering this information. Not you. I need at FabTCG tweeting out, when a Nationals fires and they have the breakdown of the heroes, and then when they hit top eight and what that breakdown is. I need them tweeting that, and I don't think that is too much to ask. As as huge fans of the game and of the community, we shouldn't have to scour the internet for these results, especially because it's so exciting to see Fab exploding in some of these other regions. You know, First, it started with the language packs, the history pack in different languages, these language packs going out and really making this a global game. Now that we're, we're really growing into this global scene, there's more of a chance that nationals and big events are gonna be firing 
when I'm not necessarily aware, right? It's a global game. And mm -hmm. as I said, mm -hmm. I'm an ignorant American. I might just not know. I need someone to spoon feed that information to me. And that should be at FabTCG. And I don't think it's it's this ridiculously difficult of a task. I don't think it's too big of an ask. I, I think it's just something we need to get better at. I need that information. I agree. The fact that it took me all day, like all day today, I was messaging you. Yes. Hey, just find out this top eight. Just find out what this was. Just find out what this one. It was, it took me way too long to find out what was winning, where these Twitch streams and YouTube streams of these events are. Yes. Like there was a stream. I was getting like 300 ish viewers on Twitch. It could easily have been a thousand, two thousand, if that was public knowledge. One hundred percent, and like, and listen, that would have been huge. And listen, it's not an official Fab TCG stream, and maybe there's worry there, right? That if they promote this stream, and then someone, a commentator on that stream, it's not an official Fab TCG stream. Someone says something that could be tied back to Fab TCG, right? So, so I understand them not promoting streams. Like, I can get that That's from fair. a PR perspective, but there's no reason not to give us hero breakdowns, number of players. Uh, mm -hmm. top eights, uh, and then win it. Winners. They've done it now. They've just, made great strides in deck lists, right? Mm -hmm. Before you used to wait, you know, however long, and then you'd finally see a deck list update on Fab TCG. Those are coming in rather quickly now. Now it's time to take the next step, right? We need those results. One hundred percent. Social media is how you grow your game nowadays. Social media is everywhere. It is huge. Everybody has a phone. Everyone's on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. They're on one of these apps. Sure. If you can touch that market and say, hey, look, we're actually playing large events. We are doing this in the flesh and blood. Right. We are playing this. You can grow the game. But just get like go ahead. just tweet out, tweet out your tweet out their events, tweet out what's going on. I didn't know which events were playing this weekend until I went on the Fab website, digged for it, and some of the events still say TBA. I'm yes. not even sure when those events are. And, so And if if you're updating your twist, so that is a problem when it comes to players registering for your event. So in my mind, what you just said, like going on the Fab TCG website, seeing the Australian Nationals that I think you said was the one that still said TBA. Like I think it was Australia, yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's a problem because you maybe you have players that would want to be involved in that, but without the ability to plan and actually like like set aside their time, they're not going to be involved. But there's no reason not to tweet these results. And and listen, if you say, hey, we're a smaller company, we're still coming out, we can't do that. I I, I would tell you only do one. Do Twitter. Mm -hmm. Because your yep. community has decided to gravitate towards Twitter. That's what, that's what a good amount of the Fab community has decided to do. And if you're not on Fab Twitter, you have to check out Fab Twitter. Fab, 100%. Fab, it's popping off. Fab Twitter is always popping off. It is, is some mm -hmm. of the best like Fab content you can find outside of this podcast very much right now. But... If you only do Twitter, your community will then disseminate that information to Reddit and to Facebook and someone make a YouTube video about it. Like, we will take it from there. Like, we will run with it. We always do. But right now, we're speculating. And, and before this podcast, we were even thinking, like, man, we're going to get roasted if we get one of these wrongs. We're just pulling it off Twitter. Like, mm -hmm. someone, there could be a mistake somewhere. There could be a miscommunication. Someone could get this wrong. Like, I, I don't know. That's my that's my big grievance, man, is they've gotten more active on Twitter, and that's awesome. It's something I've been calling for. I love mm. when they engage with us, with our community, with everyone out here. I hate that they don't do this yet, especially because they've told mm. me, they've told you, this is all we care about. We're an organized play. We're This is the year of competitive play. This is the year of organized play. We're going to pump that up. Well, let's – don't quit now. 
you know, let's it's, do it. it's middle of the third quarter. Let's start mm-hmm. pumping. Let's improve our tweets. Let's improve these results. Mm-hmm. And if you're bad at Twitter, it's okay. You can hire me. I will be your social media manager. I will take that over. I will tweet for you. Trust me. Listen, I, I like to think that hometown TCG posts nothing but banger tweets on Twitter. <laughs> Just nothing but banger after banger after banger. And I still pale in comparison to the Mo Boxley Twitter page. This guy is a Twitter phenom. If you were like, if if I was going to be like, hey, what's this guy good at? It's definitely not fab because he couldn't even win out here and he literally had to move to finally get a win. But Twitter, he crushes it at Twitter. This man, so fab, if you're looking for someone, an American social media representative, whatever it might be, Get at my guy, Mo Bogsley, for sure. I got social media experience. I got Twitch moderation experience for SCG. I got the big names for me. They like me. I moderated for Magic the Gathering. I can be your Twitch guy. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can be your Twitter guy. Great. Just saying. Great. Just saying. Great. You said Magic it, the Gathering. Now our podcast just got disliked. Way to go. It. it, it listen, it's going dis- to get disliked because of this face. Okay. That's a whole new story. Oh, no, man. It's the it's mustache. Gonna dis- either way. Dude, I love the mustache. Finally, <laughs> yeah. in our bit of fab news, we have some awesome updated news. We have fab coming to Brazil. This is what we just talked mm-hmm. about. The expansion of fab as a global game into, into multiple regions, multiple countries. I love the fact that fab is coming to Brazil. I believe it's coming with, uh, I don't know if it has a language pack, but I know it's got, uh, the stores have the right to engage in organized play. They can sign up for organized play and they are doing a specialized IRA welcome event, I believe is what the mm-hmm. article said. So two big things, Fab to Brazil. Welcome to uh, our new Brazilian viewers. Thank you for watching. Mm-hmm. The Reaction Phase, the best podcast that you will watch on Monday mornings regarding Flesh and Blood. Yeah, this was actually posted three minutes before we started our recording. I was looking for Nationals information and I was like, oh, Fab tweeted. What did they tweet about? And it was Fab is coming to Brazil. So please note that Flesh and Blood is only launching in English, which is upsetting, yeah. but it's still launching there, which is awesome. I Listen, listen, that's not as upsetting, and, and here's why. And it's going to sound like, again, all, all the views on this podcast are America-centric because, like, we literally <laughs> are. But other other games have proven that while the language packs are important, and I hope we get there. Let's let's get in the door. Let's be like, hey, instead of waiting to launch Fab in Brazil until we can develop a product, you know, in a given language, let's launch as we are, and then we'll get there. Let's let's at least get the people who want to engage in the hobby and the community a way to do so, and, and then then they can go. It's the language on the cards doesn't necessarily mean everything. I know it's better. It's definitely better if it can be supported in more language. There's no claim against that. But like going back when I played the Dragon Ball Z TCG, uh. John's brother, his youngest brother, couldn't necessarily read very well. He was that young. He was so the guy. The guy has like four degrees right now. So he's a he couldn't not read because he's not intelligent. He just <laughs> he just was like a very little kid, and he knew what every card did because of the picture. Like he knew what every card did because of its picture. Like that that can totally just start to happen. Like people can start engaging with the hobby that way. I don't know. I mean, you're not wrong. When I draw my Kano hands, I no longer read them. I look at the picture and I go, Oh, it's this one. Boop. <laughs> and with you being, which you being a good Kano player is just upsetting that you said that out loud. I don't read my cards. Which is funny <laughs> because 
I could not tell you what the actual Boneyard Marauder says, because I only have the alt arts. I only know what this art does. So if, I, if someone plays another art of Boneyard Marauder, I'd be like, oh, is that a new brute card? I have no idea. Dude, is that the one that costs like, one? Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's a one for six. That's all it does. It banishes three cards. Dude, we got roasted on that. John pummeled one. We were playing a game. And John and John pummeled one, and and I just let it happen because I we were playing Azalea versus Levia, and I was just like, yeah, it's a brute card. Of course you can pummel it. Like spoiler mm -hmm. spoiler alert. No, you can't. Yeah, the comment section was like, you can't do. We we're like, oh, who would have thought? There's a one cost. In the brute if card. you had this art, I could have told you, but you probably didn't. So like, <laughs> that's, that's tough. No, that is I, tough. No, he did not. So that's the fab news <laughs> wrap up for the day. I want to break into kind of something we already started talking about. You know, we mm -hmm. talked about kind of taking Fab social media to the next level. We want to talk right now about Fab's big step. So Fab has been around now for some time. We've been engaged in the hobby. This YouTube channel has been around since the beginning of time or whatever. I don't know, like a, a little over a year. So now I'm ready to talk about what Fab, what I believe Fab needs to do to take the next step and I want to get your opinion on that topic and I want us to have a nice conversation about this so fab taking the next step in my mind is not only growing the player base right so just just to lay this out it's not only growing the player base but it's also creating more ways that people can choose to engage with your hobby right to grow your player base and get a wider player base mm -hmm. so after that little rant there do you have anything off the top of your head what's the first thing that comes to mind when i say mo what does fab need to do to take the next step i honestly think more beginner friendly decks are a great way to do it more decks like the ira welcome deck that you can just pick up and you can understand ira versus ira is a great way to learn the game super not super simple but you know it, it, you learn the basics I started with Monarch, and I have card background, so that was easy for me to pick up, easy for me to learn. But we're trying to target people that don't have that background, that are trying to card game for the first time. So I think better welcome decks that are priced fairly for two decks, you know, package the two decks together so you can play against your friend. And honestly, I would not mind to start seeing these in Targets, seeing these in Walmarts, getting these out there to the public, getting them out there in the eyes Listen, when little Timmy walks in the Walmart and he's like, Mom, I want to play a card game. There's only Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, and MetaZoo, which isn't even a game for, for all sakes. And Flesh and Blood is not there. That is upsetting. We need Flesh and Blood in these Targets, in these Walmarts. Get them out in the eyes of the consumer, not just the people on Twitter that want to look for card games. The public needs to see this amazing game. And that's my rant. I saw your face. I don't know if you agree or not. Listen. Listen. Mm -hmm. First of all, let's begin at the beginning. I am all for the statement that you made that there's as many new flare friendly products as possible. I'm I'm down for when it, when a game needs to grow, we need what you know what we've always called like doorways into the game. How many ways can you walk into this game? And we need to prevent you know ways that you can exit this game or reasons mm -hmm. that would make you want to exit this game. So it's 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 really a simple equation. How many people can you get in front of and attract and pull in? And then how many of those people can you you make sure you don't do anything to make them leave or you give them something so dense to chew on and to, and to love that they don't want to leave? Mm -hmm. And Fab does that. I mean, would, is it safe to say that Fab has the best gameplay of any card game you've played? Second best, I would say. But yeah, it's, it's up there. Second? What's the first best? I I love the WoW TCG. I might be biased because it was my first official pro level training card game. 
my my heart is with those wow tcg bro it's my first ever card game that i went you know hard on bro you you tanked our views when you mentioned magic the gathering you then doubled up our views when you shit on metazoo and now you've tanked our views again by saying it's the second best play can you what are you doing if, if you tank first so let's just say we halved our view then we doubled the half so we're back at the original number and then I halved it again. So you know what? I'm back where I started at the beginning of the podcast. You're back where you... It's not terrible. You're back in the first turn you took us down the long and lonely road. I'm a kino player. All I need is one turn. I don't <laughs> understand there's more than one turn. Like... <laughs> but so it, I, I think the meat to chew on that keeps people from exiting is the fact that this game is so great, right? It's it, There's so much to chew on. But I think what you're missing there is is those multiple front doors and maybe those those mm. low level like intro decks could be one. But the big elephant in the room, dude, is PVE, right? And you're a WoW TCG guy. Like, is PVE just the answer? Yeah, I, I never, I never like those dungeons, and I, I'm not a PVE guy. I'm a competitive player at heart. Oh my god, you played the WoW TCG had sick dungeons, but I wasn't a fan. I want to smack Josh in the face, not some random NPC PVE stuff. Bro, you liked the WoW TCG player. and you didn't like the one part about it that made it like better than every other TCG. I'm so confused. To, to be fair, <laughs> what made it better was the hero mechanic, which Fab now has, right? So it was the hero mechanic with the class, with the talents, which is basically Fab now. You, so. you are just killing me, my guy. You are killing me today. What are you doing? I'm here for the hot takes. My name is Mo. I'm going to shit on everything Josh says what and you, say it otherwise. What are you doing? So, just to be clear, you don't think PvE is the answer? I don't think it's for me. I think it's for other people. I don't think it's for me personally. I don't think I would enjoy PvE. You are now welcome on this podcast because my right. hottest take... No, I said you are now welcome on this podcast. Oh, this is not welcome. No, you are, I was really. I don't know. You are now welcome. No, you can't go. You're stuck here, dude. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I mean, I love PvE. I think it's great for the game. Oh, well, I go now. <laughs> see you later, bro. No, it's... I have been on the, on the side that, like, hey, I, I really hope PvE is awesome. I do. I, I mm -hmm. want it to be great. I want a new way. And I just said, new ways to engage in the game is so important. And if PvE becomes one of those ways, I am so down. Every successful game that has tried PvE has not been able to maintain a player base with it in the beginning of time. Now, that doesn't mean that that's the way this is going to go. That doesn't mean that PvE is DOA or anything like that. It does, however, mean it is a challenge that should be considered when you think PvE is how you're going to grow your player base and how you're going to do what I think is the most important aspect in Fab's next step is you need to find a way for people to casually engage mm -hmm. with your game. So you mentioned these Ira decks. That's what, and I think anything that helps you casually engage with Flesh and Blood is the next big step. And I have a hot take on what that is. I have the hottest of takes on what that is. That's pretty hot. That is pretty hot. It is pretty hot because the answer is just ultimate pit fight. That is 100% the answer. And it's before you at me in the comment section. It is not ultimate pit fight in the way that ultimate pit fight exists right now. There have to be changes made for ultimate pit fight to work. But ultimate pit fight, the fact that you can get three other friends together, four of you, five of you, sit down and play flesh and blood where the outcome is not based on hyper-competitive 
gameplay. It is the only way we will be able to have the experience that Mo outlined where it says, I want to beat on my friend's face in a not hyper-competitive environment. Because right now, whether we like it or not, Flesh and Blood does not support people who just want to play for fun. People who want to play for fun decks. They will always come up against a tournament spike or something of that nature and get crushed. Because the game is so tuned for the better player to be able to make plays and win the game, you can't win with a lot of these strategies. But Ultimate Pit Fight? Anything goes, you can have the power level discussion just like you can in Commander. You can sit down, you can play with your friends, it could be a it could be a beers and fab night or whatever it is, and you can have a blast, but it needs fixing. I think ultimate pit fight's the answer. That's the next big step. I, I agree with the needs fixing, and I think one big way to do this is unlock the Yorick, unlock the Taylor. You can keep these as like foil promos, just make non-foil versions for the random casual players to get and enjoy. That they can jam their favorite fun hero. Taylor's fun. Yorick is fun. Let these players play these fun cards. No, take, you don't agree with this that. This take is horrible. This take is horrible. This take is horrible. You don't. You don't even have to do they, any of that. That take is horrible. All you have to do. If I could play Taylor, I'd have so much more fun with Ultimate Fight. Just saying. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to play Fab and not play their cards. Like yes, Taylor would be a cool thing to experience once you've played Fab for a while. And you're looking for once every once in a while to really shake things up. That would be cool. Right now, you just need to make Ultimate Pit Fight feel more fair. It's so easy to gang up on someone in Ultimate Pit Fight because it's so much harder for someone at the table to protect you. It's not like these other games where you can where you're playing kind of a group format and other people can protect other people and politic that way. It's so much easier to be like, well, in Fab, the interaction is incredibly linear. And I can just choose. I, I can't even choose to protect you, even if I want to. Hey, you're on my team. If we're seated incorrectly, I can't choose to do that and interact that way. And because of that, it's so easy just to make somebody in that game feel horrible. Now, yes, in every game you can team up on somebody, but you could convince one person to help you out in almost all these other games. So you can help them out. In Fab, you just can't do that. You just can't make that happen. Yeah, outside of what that one promo that judges get that you can like pitch to make sure someone doesn't die, I believe. Yeah, I think something like that. Uh, uh, again, if that was available to all players, that would help a little bit. It would help. Like make these promos that are obviously made for Ultimate Pit Fight available to the players that want to play the Ultimate Pit Fight. It, it would help a little bit, but I, I really think, and not only that, but it, it offers players a familiar arena to play in, right? So when you go to play ultimate pit fight odds are you know you've come from another tcg maybe whether it's magic whether it's wow or something and you've played a group card game format you know kind of how that feels you're familiar with that now the only new aspect of that is the fab mechanics and you're in a larger group you can ask more questions get them more answers there's not as much stress of the one-on-one -on -one play and not only that but while you're playing you're watching other people make plays you're like oh that's how that works like ultimate pit fight is 100 the answer but we both agree like as it sits right now it's broken you need like a like a mm -hmm. cooldown button like if you get attacked right you can't be attacked again until like your next turn cycle or something or or and um, that's something so you need something so mm -hmm. your player on your left and right can't just be like can't just blow you out right mm-hmm I'm not sure what the fix is because Ultimate Pit Fight is unique. It's so unique. In a way. It's so unique. But at the same, like it, it, it's hard to make the fab mechanics work 
in a four-player game, I think. One, it totally is. I, I'm not it, saying it's, it's easy. tough because, like, I, I want it to be fun. I want it to be the commander of Flesh and Blood. That'd be sick. It would be great. If I walked into my local game store and everyone's like, do you want to play Ultimate Pit Fight? I'd probably say no, but I'd be happy that they're playing it, you know? Like, wow. Wow. I just want, don't, don't, don't wow me. Like, I'm, I, I'm not a group you're such a, player. You're such I a like jerk. my competitiveness, but I want everyone else to play the game. I want them to have fun. And I just wish Ultimate Pit Fight was there right now. You're such a jerk. You're so mean. <laughs> You're so mean. You wouldn't even support the community get in there and play some fab. I, I, I would play Kano and everyone would kill me turns around and be like, wow, that was a great time. Thanks, guys. And walk w away. Wizards are hard. I was thinking about Icelander. I was thinking about limited inter interaction in Ultimate Pit Fight. I'm like, oh, Icelander comes, but it's kind of like a silver bullet. Like, once every mm -hmm. turn cycle, you get a silver bullet to, like, Yep. Try to do something, and then you got to sit I, on your I hands. That too. Yeah, and you got to sit on your hands for a little while. So I don't know. Unless it's like you jump up after every turn. Like if you take damage, you could draw up to your full full hands, like something. Right, right. If you if you take damage, maybe you get to if you blocked with more than three or with three or more cards, maybe you get to draw a card, something like that. You know, but mm. but now we're in the realm of of you know the question becomes. Does changing the rules, does like manipulating the rules too much, does that take away from too much of the core game where people can't can't as easily transition from like p playing Ultimate Pit Fight to playing regular Fab? Mm -hmm. But you look at, I mean, again, we keep using the Commander argument, so I know people are going to hate us, but like in Commander, there's so many unique rules, like the the recasting of your Commander, the fact that it's an exile, how it deals with if you return a Commander to hand with disca discarded, right? You get to choose to put it back. There, there are unique rule sets. The Monarch, even Monarch's playable in Legacy, right? I think. Oh yes, it is. Yeah. I've lost that many times in Legacy. Yes, but I'm saying it's there's there's a lot of very unique yep. to commander stuff that, that people then are still able to transition into playing, you know, standard competitive magic. Maybe the answer is they make a ultimate pit fight decks. They make four of them, they sell them. And you know what? It's decks made just for the pit fights. These heroes <laughs> You just fixed it. You just fixed it. Like, like Taylor. Like heroes like Taylor that are made for group settings. And they all have special abilities that say once per turn you can do this. Like don't look at me like that. I your face is beautiful, Josh, but I'll, you gotta back away. Legend <laughs> Legendary Studios. Here I'll do it for you, Mo. Legendary Studios. Wait, is that not the name? No, well, I'm not no it's Legend Story Studios, but you always screw oh, up. See, I, I, thought you were being, I thought it was legit was Legendary Studios, and I was like, I was right. Listen, listen, right. listen, hire this man. Listen, like, just hire this. Just hire this man. That Social media, do you know, design, I, I got it all. I went to my local game store, and I heard all this hype about Fab, and I was there with my buddies, and there was ultimate pit fight pre-cons that me and my buddy could pick up. 25 bucks. You get especially the same concept as the the uh mm -hmm. the classic battles or whatever and you could pick those up and you could go play flesh and blood that's it mm -hmm. that that would be ridiculous hire this man and then in eight months when this happens call me because i'm coming i'm me. coming for my cut oh no when they do this in eight months i'm clipping this and i'm coming for my cut just so That'd you know. be sick. I'm I'm like, coming. I would, for it. I'd probably play Ultimate Pit Fight if there was special heroes made for that format. That's what it's like. Listen, I have Classic Battles sleeved up, and at the game store opening the other day, I brought Classic Battles with me. Why? Because it's it's a way to play in an arena that you know is mm -hmm. fairly fair, right? Like you know this arena is pretty fair. Mm -hmm. I would sleeve up every Ultimate Pit Fight deck. I would buy I'd buy it off the shelf. I'd sleeve it up, and it would all be in a giant like battle box. And everywhere, every time I played Fab, I'd have that thing with me and be like, 
we know that we're going to have a good time because this is balanced. The mm-hmm. The format's fixed. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Oh. And th- you already know they're thinking about it because there are heroes that are made for Ultimate Pit Fight. Like, they already made these heroes for Listen, this format. making heroes for the format is one thing. Making Correct. now they have to go the extra step. battle decks. Like, dude, mm-hmm. you just knocked out of the park again. Hire that man, and I'm coming for my cut when this happens. Like, 100. I'm 100 coming fair. for my I, cut. I will give you a cut. 100. Uh, I'm not coming for you. You oh. you can't afford my rate, my friend. I'm going higher up. I'm going to the big the big oh. dog itself. I'm go- I'm calling James That's White fair. on his personal cell phone number that I definitely have, and I'm going to be like, Hey, man, remember that ultimate pit fight idea that you took from the reaction phase? <laughs> Daddy needs a spay day. Okay, I got miles to feed over here. Right. We have. <laughs> hopefully, my mouth is one of those because I I need food too. No, man, you you're you're good. You're good. You're you're fired. You're fired. Thanks for the idea. This is classic Apple behavior. <laughs> no, I think that I think that would be sweet. But I really think that's Fab's next step. I've been saying it for years. It's it's about introducing people to the game. It's about getting the casual scene built up. And I don't believe personally that's PVE. I think it's ultimate pit fight. And the idea you just had is the, it's, it's like simple on its surface. And it's the best idea I've ever heard. I dude, you, you win today. You win today. You don't win many. Like you play Kano. You don't win a lot of games, but you win today for sure. Oof. Oof. Just oof. I'm surprised you didn't touch on the, uh, the other take I had, which one was that? The uh, the bringing Fab to Walmart and Target and big box stores. Well, okay, so I don't I didn't want to hit you with that because I don't think you can, right? Like, let's look at the cover of the Leviah box. Flesh and Blood itself has to go over, has to undergo several changes before they can broach the subject of big box stores, right? There's too much the seeds of agony. The art, you're, you, someone can't unknowingly go to Walmart, open this product. Like Walmart's gonna get too much kickback. They just will. Mm. Like, and Walmart doesn't want to. Walmart target these big box stores. They don't want to deal with that kickback. They don't want to answer phone calls about your product. They don't want to do that, right? So I, I think Fab would have to undergo several changes. Things like like your Pokemon, even, I mean, Magic is, at this point, it's just, it's so it, it in, it's different. It's so ingrained mm-hmm. in the community. MetaZoo, it's so different. It's so much more, like, it's so much safer to put on the shelf and the odds that you're going to offend somebody or catch them on the wrong day is just little to none, right? Like, but Fab, think think about every brute cart. Like, you'd have to you'd have to do new art for like 90% of Leviathan cards. Like I feel like. We can just ban brute and just move out of our lives if that's what we need to do. Listen, like... listen, the meta banned Leviathan. She doesn't need us to also ban her. Listen, Manset so... banned Leviathan. And when Manset bans Leviathan I can finally say she's bad. She's done. I, I just know when I used to go to Target and still go to Target, I'll always stop at the card game section and pick up two to three random packs of whatever I feel like. I, I've bought Pokemon packs. Just I'm like, Dude, I do that. Let's too. check this out. You do that. I do that like, too. My poor wife. That would just boost the fab sales. I would boost people just randomly picking up the game to check it out. That's. That's the big thing for me, at least. Dude, I I think that's a, I think that's a great take. The problem is the game in itself inherently is just too adult, right? It's just it's got too much gore. It's got too much violence inherently. Now there are plenty of safe cards that that don't have that, right? Maybe it's only the the Bolton and the Prism decks that you can get there. But even then, like 
it's it's weird to only see a couple of the decks. And maybe your UPF deck idea. Maybe the UPF decks are specifically made to be more mm-hmm. every every human friendly, right? And be able to be, be great. sold at the big box stores. And not mm-hmm. only that, now you have the most casual format it, it played in the most balanced and casual way available to the most casual audience. And maybe that maybe that's a big swing. I still think it would be hard to sell to these to these bigger that's companies. Fair. Unless you just do like target exclusives, and I say exclusives, just because the packs only have like safe cards for target. You know, like it's this. I just know when I used to be big in the Magic, me and my friends would drive down or at our bikes down to Target, and we would play in the Starbucks slash like Domino's like yeah yeah, yeah yeah. We would just pack. We just play there, and like it was great. It was great. Dude, you had a lot of interaction in your childhood that were involved at like Targets and Walmarts, huh? And McDonald's. And McDonald's. We'd play McDonald's. We'd play in Taco Bells. Oh, I could use some Taco Bell yeah. right now. Dude, I could. T- Del Taco, though, has replaced Taco Bell for the most part. It's tough. I don't know. Is this mm-hmm. this is also a very Americanized section of this podcast. What fast food do you like best? <laughs> it's, it's so you spent and and maybe I'm just thinking fast food because it's, so I had a couple beers today because it was the NFL season opener. Well, I guess that happened on Thursday, but the real NFL season no one opener. About Thursday. Yeah, it's the real NFL season. Thursday. It was Buffalo, Los Angeles, and Buffalo laid the the smackdown. Was it Los Angeles? Yeah, the Rams. Yeah. Oh, Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, not Chargers. I, I had to... Oh, Los Angeles has two teams. Oh my God, you're wearing a jersey. That's messed up. You're wearing a jersey. That's messed up. You're wearing a jersey. I am Derek Carr, baby. Most interceptions of his career of the night. Four, three interceptions. Let's go, Carr. Rough. That's my quarterback. Rough, rough day to celebrate Derek Carr. If you, <laughs> we're gonna get to the closing crazy comment section, but man, I get uh... the Bears. Derek Carr, if you're watching this, I still love you. Listen, the the Chicago Bears won today, and I know. So I got a text from Virginia McCaskey, the owner of the Chicago Bears, that let me know that before Justin Fields went on the field today, he was watching last week's episode of the reaction phase just to get him in the right, you know, right competitive mind space. So if you're out here watching the reaction phase, you are amongst the elitist of the elite athletes, the supermodeliest of the most supermodel, the geniest of the geniuses only watch this podcast. So it was really cool to get mm-hmm. that text from the owner of the Chicago Bears. I, I show you guys, but I don't want to like expose her number and or anything like that. To prove this, the only the hottest people watch the reaction phase tweet at the reaction phase on Twitter, a selfie. Do the reaction phase doesn't have right. a Twitter. My bad. Tweet hashtag reaction phase on Twitter. At hometown TCG and, we'll and at Mo Boxley. That's the one. And we'll be reviewing these next week on the pad. We are, so go ahead. We, are not, we will. This is the new pod segment. Go on Twitter. Tweet at hometown TCG <laughs> at Mo Boxley, and we will be hyping you guys up. We. This is a real segment. I made this on the spot. Josh, you have no say. <laughs> we will go on. We will never say anything bad about anybody. We will just talk about all the things we love about you. Unless we will. you tweet me a picture of Mo, in which case we might just roast away. We, we, might, just, we might just go to town on that bad boy. That's... <laughs> we are not turning this podcast into the social network's version of Hot or Not and getting banned. That is not happening. <laughs> you just said all the hottest people watch it. So if you tweet at us, we can prove it. And all the people and- watching this know that they're the hottest and most interesting and mm-hmm. best people. 
100%. And only the hottest people follow me on Twitter. And listen, so you I, might as well. Listen, I'm not saying the reaction phase made you that way. I am heavily implying it, though. I saw you before you watched the reaction phase. Trust me, it helped. Did you see me before <laughs> I was on the reaction phase? Yeesh. Ugh. Ugh. Now, total chat. Sorry, did I say chat? I meant dad. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has gone off the rails. This is ridiculous. Ultimate pit fight, I think, is the way. I think UPF can be the truth 100%. Um, are you ready to close this out, dude? I am not. This is too much fun. Can we just keep going? No. We're, Does this need to end? Yes, we're closing this out. I got to say, we got to save some for next week. We got to keep the people coming back for more. So we are That's going fair. to transition into okay. our final segment called Closing Crazy Comment Section, where we read, review, respond to, and overall enjoy some of your guys' comments. So if you haven't yet, leave a comment on this podcast, because you never know, we might pick you out of the crowd and say something probably super awful about what you have decided to us and why you are so, so wrong, because that's definitely our MO here. Mo, what do you got for me? So I'm currently scrolling up and down all the comments, trying to find the best one I want. Because the one that I want to pick, you're going to roast me for being on top. And I don't want to be that guy that always picks the top comment. Pick it. But man, the top comment is good this week. Hit me with it. What was it? It is, it is from Manset. Okay. And it is just F. <laughs> F in chat. F's in the chat. F's in the chat. Someone did it. And I'm proud that it was Manset that did F's in the chat when we told him to do F's in the chat. It makes me happy inside. F's in the chat. Listen. We are not banging on Leviah. We literally did a segment on the podcast last week about how Mansant is more than a Leviah player. They're just an amazing flesh and blood player and human being. However, I think it's safe to say Leviah kind of sucks right now. You know what I'm saying? I just want to reiterate, we're not banging on Leviah. We may be, never mind. But she kind of sucks right now. She kind of is not a very good hero. And if you have new players getting into the game, you shouldn't encourage them to play Leviathan. You should encourage them to play something that isn't horrible and doesn't kill itself. Like, like Kano. All right. <laughs> that being said, <laughs> moving on. That's a pretty good uh, comment. I got to give it to you. I want to shout out Andrew Ostman that says, I love Fab Online. I can finally play. I never have time to go to the store and search for someone to play. Now I play four games a day and this warmed my heart because this was the main thing. I like to keep the main thing, the main thing. And this was the main thing. Fab online doesn't replace in-person flesh and blood. It doesn't make people not want to go to your armory event. It does. However, give people the freedom to engage in something we love so much at their leisure. And this is an awesome comment that proves my point and really just goes back to a tweet that I made. How long ago did I make that tweet? Mark, you're you're the you're the Twitter expert. I made a tweet. It was Go ahead. I got this, I got this. It was exactly greater than one day ago. <laughs> it's facts. These, <laughs> these these are these are facts. And I asked the community, like, how do we feel about Fab Online as a community? I want to know. And then I would have a discussion with people in the comment section. The comment section of that tweet is a banger. That one it was is, toxic. That one is worth reading. And I was I was pretty heavily attacked. And my point for Fab Online, if you if I was gonna argue for it, was always it just gets people playing Fab in any way. 
that people are playing flesh and blood at this size of our community is a good thing. So mm-hmm. shout out to that comment. That comment made me happy. It also made me feel slightly vindicated because one person on the internet agreed with the point. I, I must say, I think I played 28 games of flesh and blood yesterday online and about 32 the day before. And I may have skipped an armory or two, but uh, I got my games in. So I, I got like 55 games in, in two days. But I did skip the armory to do it. Now, here's, <laughs> here's the question, though. Would you have skipped those armories anyway? No, because I was offered a ride by another team of set member to go to oh, the Oh, that's right. You have no car. Right. right. I don't have a car. That's right. But... You, you don't have a car. I forgot about that. Okay. I don't have a car. All right. Mm. Well, guys, this has been a pod. Dude, I... I liked this episode. If you guys like this episode, this great. like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, I just want to shout out, Mo. We've brought you on this podcast. and This is now our podcast has has become something that I really enjoy every week. So the fact that you you know are are my co-host on this and you get to, I get a chance to sit down and chat with you every week is just it's such a treat, man. Even when you say some say, some things ridiculous, that makes one of us. And when this podcast, <laughs> what what are you? If you guys haven't, hold on. What's your YouTube subscriber at? Oh, let me look. I, I don't check YouTube often. I post about once a week. Uh, I try not to look at my YouTube subscribers, but it's 239. 239. I must say my last video popped off with 514 views. So round of applause to you guys for watching that. All right, Reaction Phase audience. I need you. We're going to boost this man over 500 subs. So if you're watching this podcast, you've made it all the way to the end. Share with people. Message them in the comments. I need this YouTube channel over 500 subs. We got almost 1,000 people every week watching this podcast. Let's get Mo Boxley to 500. And when Mo Boxley hits 500 subs, can we get a real mustache pod, dude? Oh. I'm talking. I thought you were going to take my shirt off. My bad. No. Can we never get that? Can we <laughs> never, ever have that? Can we get a real mustache pod? I'm talking clean shaven, down to the bare skin. And nothing but a mustache. Can we get a real mustache pod? We can. We can. All right. 500 subs. I will make this baby clean. Dude. You know what? 500 subs before nationals. I will go to nationals. Clean. I I don't care what you go to nationals as. I don't care how you appear on this podcast. 500 subs. We get a mustache mo. Mo mustache. Mo flavor saver. Mo flavor saver. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for watching this off the reels podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your week to whenever you're watching this. Remember to like, comment, share, subscribe to myself and youtube.com slash Mo Bogsley. Remember to visit the best game store (sighs) in the world in MinMax Games, and you can visit MinMaxGamesFab.com and use promo code HTTCG for 5% off your singles order of $50 or more. Until next time, you all know me. My name is Josh. I'm Mo. And we will see you around.